0: This is all fake I hear the news and it confirms that we are not safe It has you running for your life Grabbing knives and 45s It's a shoot up in the sky But you have to pay the price If you wanna get out alive It's something you've never ever seen We go to war with our seats Am I still in a dream or is this really what I'm seeing?
1: Well well f the power, yeah, yeah <laughs> that's a stupid little song about smoking dope, but uh I really like the uh uh perform I'm not really allowed to use it, but i sneaking in sneak one in every once in a while I really like you know bass driven uh, I'm really getting into this bass driven thing right now and But I do have something to say about the state of, um, you know, (laughs) greetings in the name of the Most High, the only way to live. How? Who gave you life? Did Satan give you life? Well, addiction. Uh, You know, that, 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 that momentary fleeting feeling, that relief in the hospital, and then it breaks down, (laughs) that relief at the pharmacy, and then it breaks down, that relief in a pill, and then it breaks down, that social uh, conformity, but then now, it starts to go completely the opposite direction. (laughs) of anything you knew before and then you wonder how could anyone stay sane and the answer is well the only way to stay sane is to understand you know this is normal uh i need that drape yeah, well maybe the sun you need some. the sun the beautiful sun okay folks so here's what it is today is the 21st count them 21 we're an adult now Where's my champagne? Which which one? It's what a couple of those over there by the uh by the bus garage. <laughs> the sun comes up over the the built, yeah. I got plans for this bus. This I like to think of a bus as like a bus ride to the Lord, a bus ride to the ether, a bus ride through the mystery. The mystery of Christ is the way into space. Through through that portal. But they said, Christ, what's that mean? And, you know, because of the the dual nature, it's the other one. Yeah, that's, it's just blinding me. Really bad. In fact, I'm going to have to adjust my eyes now. That's a bright sun. Anyway, this is the... Twenty-first anniversary of the report and it's starting out here just like it did before. I remember I was remembering that first one. I did a couple of them. Yeah, I'm not sure they. We did it on real audio. Frankie will remember this. And and uh, I'm, I'm going to get Frankie on here too. Don't worry. I'm going to get Trish. Why don't you chime in and say something about the? Uh, uh, Good this. morning. No, no, you have a mic over there and a set of headphones. And a chair. That's your chair. Yeah, because, I mean, there would be no self-report without Trish. So, Trish. Okay. Now she's a little shy, but she's... I'm not shy. Well, you are now. No, I'm going to get my... Anyway, she's going to get something, and she'll be back. But the main thing is, I remember that I had a... How did I do it? I did it on a um, a little MP3 recorder. Not MP3 a real audio re- a recorder that did real audio, I think. And uh, they went in about five minutes, and I had a set, uh, uh, beside the Zeph report. That was done by... Th- there was a, re- a retail store in my neighborhood called the World Wide Web Store. I didn't know anything about the Internet. I went down there and said, I need a website, and they gave me like a little area that I could upload a, a quick audio... And then it was mainly for me writing, you know, and about God, you know, thoughts about the world and, you know, what I was going through and um, prophetic uh, utterances, should they occur, um, you know, as a place to, you know, the Lord told me to get that going. I had just finished the book Lamb and I was, I was having to trust God for that because it's a big book and it's a big, multi-layered um, story. And... um I know I'm 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 so scattered in so many ways. I mean, I, should that be a movie? Yeah, well, it should be a. I remember uh, when you came home. Oh, let me get let me get you uh, cranked up here, Trish. I've got you muted. You do. Now, say something. I remember that. Day no, when you came home. not yet, not yet. What's wrong? Hold on, Trish. Oh, you're not plugged in. Uh. There's another wire that goes from this somewhere. Where does it go? Is that it? Okay, so somebody, the elves... Okay, hold on, Trish. I need my headphones. Get your headphones on, okay. What's wrong? Always. Have to to learn how to work the headphones. First thing you do when you become an intern in a studio, besides making coffee and being a maid, is to uncoil wires and headphones. All
2: right. Are you ready?
1: Okay. There she is. The beautiful voice of Trish. And, and here we are. Mm-hmm. and I was like what's the what's <laughs> Well that was uh, that was in uh, 2002 or 2001 too and we were we were just getting ready to leave um, LA you know because we just, we, it was not safe um, being there because I was becoming uh, I'm not yeah it's been hard you know with the dog to, <laughs> To, you know, try, trying to train Ben's and, you know, and he's been so great. Yesterday I had him trained to, to like, while Eli was getting in the car. He usually harasses Eli. I had him stay, stayed right at my ankle. And then I let him up and then he went in without a leash. Yeah. It just took that command and let Eli get in the car. And I, that was really pretty cool. The dogs don't understand. They only understand the pecking order. They don't understand... You know, if there's a stronger dog and a weaker dog, the stronger dog is going to take the lead and bump the younger dog or the weaker dog. An older dog, a younger dog, the younger dog is going to bump the older dog. It's just, that's where the training comes in. They're not, they don't understand about compassion and empathy for the elderly. But anyway, we had these big, um, they were like something you could sit on but also you could put your feet on kind of a, a i don't know what you should call this an ottoman but they were covered with um yeah well, like a um like rugs you know like i don't know persian rugs and but not not valuable but just you know that was they were i don't know, that's my recollection and i remember putting the laptop on that and sitting in a chair much like i'm sitting here and 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 um you know, doing a short message. And I would say this, I'd say, hello out there, friends. And then I'd have a little message, maybe no more than about five minutes, maybe 10 at the most. And then eventually when Lamb, and I'm just trying to think when that was published, the publisher got me on uh, radio stations to do interviews about it. And then I'd always talk about, you know, Jesus, the end of the world, all this, you know. I mean, it was insane that people did not understand this experience of um, having this awakening in Christ. But it wasn't just an awakening. It was like, I was in... um, kind of a, a denial the same denial that i was in when when you know the, when i was that you know ended up being uh you know the, the screenplay basis for what became society the movie which was um you know altered from you know my original i know brian keeps wanting to he keeps wanting to make sure that people know that you know i i'm not responsible for the whole thing because when people like it then he wants the all the credit so fine you can have all the credit And that's great, you know. I I I never care. I don't care. I my my thing is I it wouldn't have been written at all had I not sat down to do it. And when I sat down to do it, even when I had this awakening during the time that he and I were working on the screenplay, and I got that phone call, and and, you know, and all I can say about that is, you know, verifying that you know I was just that screenplay is all true, et cetera, et cetera. And that sent me for a loop. But then I got back in line of the mind control that allowed me to come back to LA from um, you know from parts unknown, and so I went back in the mind control. Is another two thousand two. It was another. It was another um, so that would have been let's say nineteen ninety nineteen eighty nine, whatever. So it'd be another decade and a little more, before I would then, it was my encounter with the Lord that then brought it all back. So so it's a little, I guess the story goes, and maybe someone should do a biography if they find me interesting. I am unique <laughs> in all this. But I was thinking that it wasn't real. And, and you know, and everyone has their opinion. I mean, you know, Brian has his opinion that you know doesn't agree with mine. And Rick Fry, who was there, was he's passed on now, and he had his opinion. He didn't, you know, he just thought I was crazy. So that was that. That was that. And he didn't believe there were there anything like there was anything like society. The you know that 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 existed. Of course, we talk about it now everywhere, but none of those guys believed that it was true that there could be. You know a secret cabal that rules the world that you know that's let's say you sub you you just replace the shunting part of that with like let's say of course, there was incest in it and you know uh, all kinds of um things, but just replace it with human sacrifice, right, blood drinkings, human sacrifice, all that stuff and and there you have it, but none of them believed any of that, even that so you know so i was like okay cool so you know that that was the whole idea of me you know having you know know, obviously i was nuts obviously i was sick you know to think you know and and now um you know i've and then i sort of snuck around writing the screenplay my my marriage had fallen apart and losing my house and losing this losing that losing everything i had and had to start over, but, and then that was going, you know, the society, you know, got picked up for production and then that was like, wow, okay, so that's going on. And during that time, there was that one incident where there was that phone call. It's all real. It's all true. And, you know, talk about, uh, there's evidence and all that. All true evidence. And then I flipped back into the, because the programming had been going on for years that there is no such thing nothing like that ever happened and then all the incidents that happened in childhood like early childhood they'd all been covered up with something else. like that never happened no, nothing ever happened not that it was replaced with like leave it to beaver stuff or you know some kind of innocent you know santa claus thing or whatever it's uh it was that it was um the you know paranoia of you know i don't know my body sex shame guilt maybe and then that would go back to incidents that happened but then that that couldn't have happened because there isn't a world like that so it must be me so during the society the aftermath when it came out although i distanced you know when i came to the lord i distanced myself from you know all of that from those people everything and it just sort of thought well i'm going to go with the lord now and i'm not going to have any interaction with anything. And it was a decade later after that, that I finally realized that not only, you know, it was it all, or Jesus realized me that. I guess this is the way to put it. Jesus, the Lord, the first thing the Lord did when i was awakened in that you know that night when i was just laying on the the slab of a, we had a, a patio kind of overlooking the valley that was a what a flagstone and i was laying on the flagstones looking up at the sky and i'd seen some awful things i you know hallucinated stuff i'd seen stuff from you know another dimension i saw the you know and i thought well you know now i've had it and then all of a sudden this calm came over and everything was very clear and the lord was speaking to me and when i was you know on those stones lying there like you know should i blow my brains out and get out of here and get out of people's way and let everybody have a happy life because obviously i'm i'm horrible and so that's yeah that's the programming right and Uh, then I got kind of beyond that as I said, is that you? Are you there, Lord? Father, are you there? Are you there? Yes. And then, you know, you're the first thing that the Lord said to me was this. And now this is on a, I mean, I, I, I know I've known the Lord. I know I've prayed. I know I've, I, Jesus had come into my literally into my room and And cured me, and so they were you know of a of a gang related thing where I was given l s d and other things, and then that's another story but uh the first thing the lord said was was that you know basically you're really messed up, and you know you 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 have you know because obviously I'm living an alternative life. I'm living in a reality and a personality that um I wouldn't say, you know, people say they have multiple personalities. Like, Roseanne says she has a multiple personality. It's really multiple worlds. You know, I was living in a world where there was no such thing. There were people here and there, but they were just, you know, extreme cases. So I was okay with that because, you know, obviously... I I was deluded, deceived, whatever. But then the Lord told me, no, you're you're really messed up. You really, 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 really messed up. But I can, I will straighten you out. How, Lord? By giving you information of what happened. By telling you the truth about what happened. And he revealed some things about me that were kind of otherworldly and, you know, because we all, all kind of existed. You know, if we're eternal, then we've always been eternal. You know, come into this world in a time-space continuum, it's like, it's like, you know, God still made this, even though it is like a simulation, because I guess normal is timelessness. So, okay, so then, you know, so then there was that, and then I had to do more sleuthing and things, and I have got confirmation from people that... God was right that I'm talking I'm actually talking to God not a demon not Satan and you know God is right uh, that they all knew they all knew what I was programmed not to know they all every the uh, maybe everyone knew but they couldn't say anything and i i sort of got you know i was told that they can't say anything because they their entire life is slavery if they say anything if they do anything out of line they get punished and it's harsh and i wow and so i have no friends they're all just you know I'm I'm an assignment or something. You know, I'm I have to know all the stuff they know and then then we're going to be like players. If I knew everything they knew, of course I'd be like them, wouldn't I? Just having a great time. Having a great time here on earth. Having a lovely time. Like like having a great time like they're having. They're having a great time. But then it got serious, you know, then there was this thing that later got called gang stuff. <laughs> but that's what was going on just prior to coming online in on the Zephy Report in 2002, March 9th, 2002. Now, so this would be 2023, so I guess that's 21 years. Is my math right? I, mean, I can't even think right now. It's a little scrambled. But, uh, yeah, so... I was urged to go online, you know, to, to share this story as it unfolds, um, you know, I would be told things by the Lord and then I would take, I would impart them and take them and say them out there. And some of them were healing words, some of them were healing, prophetic healing. Um, you know, uh, some was, some, you know, a lot of people said he were speaking to me and I said, well, I don't know that, but the Lord was using what I was saying to and he, you know, we were all linked up with the Lord and that's the mystery of god and that's how it happens it's like well you're speaking right to me And it's like yes i'm speaking right to you but i'm also speaking of something that that i know from what i've you know gone through because they'll never say anything and how many you know these kids committed suicide and everything because they 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 you know they at some point they were awakened to this reality of you know a satanic world you know lock stock and barrel no exception the whole thing you know forget governments forget anything you ever knew about history it's all wrong it's just this so they wake up to that thing i can't handle it i I thought we were a, you know you know people saying today i thought we were a a country i thought we voted i thought we i thought you know there was a, a rule of law i thought i thought i thought i thought no 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 same thing see down there suffering the same thing i suffered and the programming was there. It was really not program. It was like, a, kind of like It was like a, a self-destruct programming along with murder attempts to you know get rid of the problems, which is what they do. So you never see, well, there's never evidence. It's like, yeah, because all the kids that you know, are not inclined aren't here. So how could there be evidence if the ones who are here went along with it? And now they're trying to get out of it. You know, and that's, I don't want to hurt you, Zeph, but I, I have to. I say it's because of the other side. But you go to church, yes, I go to church, but we, you know, you come to my church, I kill you. Well, why? Because you're not in this thing. What thing? Acceptable by byset. Whatever. Well, but you know that you don't understand. There, God has people like that that are His people. They don't. You know, they don't there's never been the opportunity if there was if it was a different circumstances i'm sure i'd i'd be right there with you because i'm you know terrible sinner but there never was a, a time a place an opportunity a a situation it all got wrecked and thrown off the cliff And had it been successful, then I'd just be another minion. You know, why would I be any different than anyone else? There's no reason. Nothing special, not me. The only reason I'm really here right now is because I started talking on the internet and then that also brought attacks. So I you know, the, the you know, I became familiar with the, you know, gang stalking and all that, which is all related to this, you know, this. And, um, you know, that began, well, wow, really early, pre-teens, you know, childhood, really. And then and then when this experience happened, and then Trish, and I she'll come back, I think, and tell her testimony, but she, you know, at the same time, you know, it was like three in the morning, I think, and I walked in, uh, there's a sliding glass door, you know, really pretty tacky, uh, kind of valley home <laughs> we lived in. I'm sorry, but it, it's, you know, it's... It was, uh, but it was fine. I just, I just don't like those sliding glass doors. I walked in there and said, "Hey, I, I, God lifted me up. God did this, and He told me all this stuff." And listen, it's just unfolding right now. Like, and then she caught it, and then the next thing you know, that she was on board, and then we were, you know, reading Bibles and this and that. And this guy was trying to; he was working on the on the kitchen. We were, you know, doing a thing I used to do to um, survive: as I would do, uh, take a house and then redo it. You know, and then and then not. Yeah, I guess it would be flip it and you know sell it and then you know have a profit and then pay taxes and then try to you know use that to to get down the road. But you know that's one thing that has worked for people. That uh, if you want to work on your own and do stuff on your own, that's one way of one way of doing it. I I don't know about today because it seemed like today the, uh, but real estate's always been a. You know, it's, it's a complex thing that people don't understand. You can, you, there's a lot of benefit to being an owner. You're never really an owner because you have a mortgage, you have taxes, you have all kinds of things that make, you know, if you don't do those things, you don't, they take it away. But there's other benefits and things and, you know, there's, you know, refinancing and selling and things you can do to get, you know, to get money, to earn money so that you can keep going. <laughs> it's not that hard it's just it it just takes you know most people aren't trained in how to do it's not really a big deal it's it's that you know if you get it refinanced and they evaluate it at a higher level than what you had then you um you know you extract money through the refinancing of the house and then you have an option you could maybe rent the house out get another one you know you know there's all kinds of possibilities. And, uh, most people I know that actually, you know, survived and they were not making it into a normal job environment did, you know, pretty, every one of them, um, did well. And now not, I wouldn't say, you know, becoming millionaires or anything. I just say did well, you know, survived in, in real estate and especially people that were handy who could like build out a kitchen or, you know, or had their home Depot account, things like that. And, um, you know, provided a service, which is a place for other people to live. Anyway, that's all in the past. Now that's uh, more of the positive side. Of course there's problems there too, you know. It's 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 funny. Well, let's just get down to it. I mean, this is
2: really gonna be a really brutal podcast,
1: I can tell already. Um so amongst the people that let's say people that say oh well you're white and right wing bigot patriot christian type guy you know people well what when people get labeled that even if you if you say anything <laughs> if you're not down with everything you're that you get labeled you know some kind of a right wing extremist but one thing about this group that they're talking about it's very diverse the entire group of the so-called right-wing, patriotic, Christian, undone Christians. I mean, back then, the evilest people that I had ever met in my life were Christians in churches because they were, you know, seeking to destroy us. And then we were the devils, and they were the angels, and you know what I mean? It got all backwards, just like what you're seeing today in politics. And, um, you know, the first instinct I had was to... um, you know, go worship Jesus with other people worshiping the Lord. You know, I didn't anticipate that there'd be some opposition, and um, you know, but it was a big problem—real big problem, insane problem. One that was so big, you know, one that was so massive, you know, like like you know, an ant versus an elephant. You know, one that was so completely unfair that I had to turn to the Lord for every second. I said, you know, I don't think we're going to survive more than about five minutes. I mean, now that I see the, the world for what it is like, I don't see how you, uh, you know, if you, if you for whatever reason, if, if they didn't get you, you know, and then you're walking around, I mean, they're going to, you know, whatever. And then that's when I started learning about the true the truth about the Lord and the truth about the world and the truth about everything. Everything, including my own life and all the all the things that are, that happened that, you know, we can't cover in a, you know, it's, it's, it's a, you know, pretty vast. And I keep coming up with uh, new insights, new memories, new things every day. And I think maybe one day I'll sit down and write about it, but, you know, I'm, maybe not, I'm not sure how to go about it because um, what, most of the you know the kids that i grew up around what they were afraid of was you know what they were doing to me <laughs> so they, they, and they lived in that fear their whole lives and they never have broken free so to speak they've they go to church and they have weddings and they they eat and drink and are given in marriage you know just like the the bible says they're in different religions and, you know, they're in Buddhism and Hinduism, this-ism and that-ism. They follow cult leaders. They go to Christian churches. They do this, they do that. They're everywhere. And what they've learned and is to accept the world as it is, but it isn't because it's, you know, covered and buried. But then they operate that way. And the whole purpose of the, of, the, of, the, of the world then is hunting souls, right? And hunting, you know, destroying innocent, de- destroying the innocent. You know, killing the innocent. You know, we get in a war, what do we do? It's, it's a ritual. It's a Babylonian ritual. What do we do? We go there, we kill 500,000 Iraqi children, OK, Madeleine Albright says that's a small price to pay price, she called it. See, that's normal. We've accepted that as normal, but that's the way the world works. We need all these wars because we have to kill, you know, innocents. People that never meant you any harm, you must bomb them. And why do you do that? Because in a satanic world, you do that, then you go up. You get power, you get money, you get fame. Everything finally worked out for you while everybody else goes to hell around you because the the war doesn't stop there. You may have to sacrifice your mother, your father, your children just to stay in that, you know, good graces of a demonic entity... (laughs) that was created by God. Think about that for a minute. You hunt God's children, if there are any, you've got to find one. I
2: could be a millionaire if I could just
1: ice one of those. And so the people that are, you know, most of the targeted individuals, I mean, I didn't even learn about that term, targeted individual, till later, you know I had no label for it when it was you know twenty years earlier twenty five years earlier it was just weird how it was all so co It was like a, you know, rehearsed like a rehearsed script they just all knew what they were doing and it was all basically to wreck your life and make you commit suicide I mean that's basically the whole thing and then if you do commit suicide, boom they all get a raise they all get a pop they all, you know then they go to church that's where they figure out what, who who to stalk they wait for them a lamb to come through the door at church and then they oh you're new here i want you to come to the meeting and you have how do you feel about activities is it okay if we come to your house to pray with you when the whole thing is a front for the other side you know we talked about bait and switch early on in the zafri report. We talked about all this, I think, in the first couple of years. We talked about all this stuff. And people, you know, they they reacted. Um, at one point, they <laughs> tried to stage an intervention and get me and throw me in the nut house, but that failed. And around 2003, I would think. You know, somewhere around there. Um, okay, so they don't want you to be going on with this. They, and, and we had that revelation about the Elijah, uh, about the return of Elijah before the Lord, and how Elijah would go into these churches and take these pastors and throw them out on their ears. And now I'm beginning to see that very thing happen. But that's what I was told or informed in the very beginning, well, you know, way back, you know, 21 years ago. There'd be this Elijah return. The way that's going to look is, these phony pastors and these people that have just kept their congregations under mind control and just under, you know, slave control, they're going to be, you know, they're going to be ransacked. They're going to be thrown out. I mean, you know, they have like in every church, you know, they had you know, um, I outed one FBI agent at the Calvary Chapel. And the minute, because God told me, hey, this one's, and I said, I knew it. I knew it. And so I tell, I tell the pastor and his wife this. Oh, and they freak out. And the next thing you know, the next day, this guy's gone. Oh, uh, I got another assignment somewhere out. You know, I'm an elder in the church down in Costa Mesa or whatever. And the next thing you know, I know, Chuck Smith's church is a, basically a training ground for, for spies. That's all it is. It's just a training ground for undercover agents. How to be an undercover agent. Well, you know. Here are the, you know, 501c3 churches will all cooperate with you. And um, what do they do? Well, they keep, you know, they keep tracking, they keep dossiers on you. They keep, you know, they they spy on you. That's what they're there to do. And uh, after that, though, they were hopping mad at me. And they tried to arrange to, you know, to get me. And... um, I just barely got out of that one, but I got out of that one because the Lord was guiding me. but I mean, I, I just had a hard time believing that people in a church would actually resort to crime to uh... And then I later understood, well, that's what they are. they're criminals. And all this stuff that you're getting a glimpse of, the public never sees. But that's how it works. All of it. every square inch. What's called Christendom is basically criminal for the exception of those very few. Because, see, if there is a Holy Spirit church, they're going to come destroy it, especially in a place like this where they have lots of resources for that sort of thing and huge NSA data centers and listening to everybody on the phone and military and all that stuff. I mean, they can really get you. And so the truth never came out. You know, the truth about, well, even the truth about Jesus' teachings. That truth about the loaves and the fishes, that truth about, uh, like in Luke 17, that truth about the kingdom being within. Even John MacArthur covered that one up, but did he cover it up because he was mind-controlled? Which I think he is. I don't think he's free at all. Fact, I know he isn't, because his church, because of the way that they interacted with, with me and, and and Trish, and I was told by an elder that you know. You you you're gonna you know you know basically I guess what they want is for you to give your soul to the to them. <laughs> not not Jesus, and they'll let you stay there. So what are you gonna do? I mean I mean I, I like the fact that he you know preached during the pandemic. He was willing to go to jail. I'll be like Paul. Is kind of using it as almost like a uh, you know promotion, but still, you know, I mean you know it's like horseshoes, it's, it's you know, close but no cigar. And I don't care how much John MacArthur writes and how much he teaches and how many radio shows he does, and how much he, teaching Christian conservatives, he's really more of a political guy. And his study Bible proves he doesn't know anything. <laughs> Right, he knows nothing. He knows a few things that that are repeated through theologians, but theologians, you know, they get it wrong. Philosophers get it wrong. You know, the truth really hardly ever gets written down because who's going to publish it? No one, really. Are they? Are they going to publish it? Are they going to let you know? Okay, let's take a let's take a a sim a sim a simile. You know, January sixth. It's emblazoned in people's minds. the worst insurrection since the Civil War. Is that ever going to get straightened out? Are they ever going to la- allow? You know, right? In three days, of the Condor, Robert Redford, and um, oh, not what's his name? Um, oh, you know, the old. Oh, I'm so sorry. Anyway, the the uh, you, you know, he 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 gets all the information on the corruption of the government. He says he's going to publish it. It's going to be in the New York Times tomorrow. It's going to be. And then, the, you know, the guy goes, how do you know they'll publish it? And that was, like, the end of the story. That was, like, uh, I think it was Sidney Pollack directed that, and he was, you know, and, and also had... Uh, I think he wrote the screenplay or co-wrote it or something. Anyway, what he was saying is, you know, you go up against the system, they're not going to publish it. They're going to tell Tucker Carlson to go sit down. They're going to take people that... Um, have any kind of spiritual gifts and call them insane. Don't listen to them. They're not, they're of the devil. Or anything about, you know, testimony that goes somewhere that indicts society of something, it's never going to be really accepted. And then, you you know, people are going to be, you know, they want to keep the status quo going. In order to do that, you have an inverted country like like the United States, which is basically beholden to Lucifer. I mean, I think everyone knows that by now. A lot of people do. And, you know, they're going to enforce those, you know, th- those, those laws ultimately, which is, you know, silence in the area of truth. And that, that doesn't just mean, you know, a Jesus truth, you know, cosmic truth, soul truth, Exp, you know exposing the game i mean there's only one thing going on here on earth and basically it's um what i would just call it you know like a if you look at it from say uh, um the satanic side you can say well it's a big farm and people obviously did something wrong because they were sent here this is really what hell is and what what's happening is their souls are being harvested You know, to take them away from God and to, you know, to, 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 uh, you you know, um, and, and, uh, and, um, or at least torture them and force them to commit to the other side. In communism, you know, Richard Wormbrand, I'm jumping around a bit, but I'm jumping around for a good reason. In communism, um, Richard Wormbrand, would always talk about um, you know when being locked up and how the communists were completely obsessed with Jesus. That that I mean, and with any kind of ritual involving prayer, song, um, communion, all those things, and they that that's all they thought about. That's all communism is. That's all it cares about, really. And so what they would make them do is that the whole point was to make people renounce Jesus. You know, and they, to do this, they would poison. They would make them eat feces and drink urine, things like that for communion. You know, they would, they would, you know, they would, uh, you know, make sure that people were too sick to, you know, they, they, that that they just had to break them of that. And as soon as they were broken, and they said, "I renounce Jesus. I'm not," you know, all of it. It's all wrong, and I'm with you guys. The next thing is they would be, um, you know, taken out and shot in the head as soon as they renounced. <laughs> tell me communism is not a, it has something to do with politics or it has something to do with um you know economy <laughs> it has only one purpose and that's it and that's why you're seeing the, the plethora of almost like competition of who's going to be the top dog of you know of uh of commie stooges You know, which is now that, you know, it's funny looking at Hollywood now, now that everybody sort of, you know, and people are waking up and they kind of, they don't know what I know yet, but they, but they know a lot more and it's going to lead to knowing everything. You know, you, you guys, you know, have been through the ringer. I, well, you know, my listeners, you've been through the ringer and you're not, you know, you're not fit for even alternative, alternative radio is filled with sellouts. You know, you understand? And you know that. But you want to listen to something, and I know we mentioned people here that are not, you know, if I mentioned Tucker Carlson, I don't know. I like what he's saying. I like what he's doing, but I'm, I don't live in that universe. I'm in another universe than that. I'm not really on the same page spiritually, but I like that it's leading to, to total truth. You know, I I like that, you know, but but we've seen this before where then then, you know, all of a sudden it gets derailed or taken or they're infighting or somebody accuses somebody and someone gets caught doing the next thing. You know, nobody wants anything to do with it. And it was called underground and political prisoners and, you know, freedom. And and is it against freedom or is it against God? You know, and when I say that, I said, is it it the world? Is the world against freedom or the world against God? The world's against God. And freedom comes from God. And God has given us freedom. But then, the, you know, the other side believes in God more than anybody. They have more faith than anybody. They know the scripture is better than anybody. They know the truth totally. Top... Sideways, up, down, the other, you know. And they want to prove, beyond all doubt, that their way is superior. And that anything else is a fool's errand. An abomination. An idiocracy. Something wrong. Something foolish and dumb. The only real truth is what works. And that being a part of things... Being a part of it's much better than being against it. And um, you know, of course, we knew none of this back during the time I was writing the screenplay for *Society*. It was just a kid fighting what he didn't understand. Why these, you know, people trying to set him up, gaslight him, you know, uh, you know, uh, whatever, unfairly, with with no motivation other than he's, you know, exists and get to the bottom of why and then try to figure it out it kind of became a political became a satire of the you know the evil rich and and you know the the uh, the the un, unjustly treated unfairly treated poor and and but but he was fighting them and then as i understand it they want to do another they want to do a sequel where uh, you know they it, the opposite or they want to be part of it or whatever but and and i'm like you can never, you can never do. It would be, I guess it'd be like if young Goodman Brown got the, you know, he finally figured out what was going on. You know, when he, when he went to tell people in town, you know, uh, hey, they're out in the woods, you know, doing the voodoo voodoo weirdo thing, you know, I just going not tell you, you know. Next thing he you knows, the people that he's telling, they're out there. He's the only one that isn't out there. And so that's the truth. And since Nathaniel Hawthorne wrote that, then I have to assume that in that day, in that era, they knew the truth then too. Who's they? Everyone. But since they communicate psychically and psychic links and all that and hive mind, then they don't have to speak. And Anyone that does speak and like like they just descend on them like locusts in a fresh field of
2: you know of, of, of fruit. They just descend. You know.
1: They gotta shut that up, shut that off. We gotta keep this thing going here, don't we? And so maybe if it's just before the ultimate, you know, Armageddon thing with nukes. Maybe the truth comes out, you know what I mean, just everywhere, and it's ignored, of course, but at least it's out there for people that have been seeking it. I mean a lot of people that you know that you'd say, well they're on the other side they they, they there's a lot of people that say they they worship Satan that are not on the other side. Did you know that? Oh yeah,
2: see, it gets really,
1: really complicated. You know, with interpersonal relationships and 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 the way things work, it's very very complicated to to actually you know trace it and figure it out and, and try to find out what the motivations are. A lot of the time, it winds up being just paranoid accusations of one, you know, wherever there's a group together, they come to break it up, and everyone accuses everybody of, you know, I guess devil worship or they burn them at the stake, and then they keep searching for another group somewhere. And, and, only the approved of will be meeting and they will be meeting in these uh, buildings and we will be infiltrated everywhere. They will be there everywhere, everywhere. That's where they are and they're reporting on it. And it's um, it's a factor of the world that has always been, even in Jesus' day. So this truth, and I, I think I've, you know, probably haven't explained it too well, but I'm you know, anytime you get real linear with it, anytime you get real, like you have a theory that's going to work, it's not going to work. You have to get at it around and up and through and, you know, look down and look up and look over. It's a multidimensional reality because you're dealing with an interface with spirit. And, you know, at some point the curtain comes down, you know, on the whole world. At some point the human being is, you know, is, is you know, the, the, there's enough time. I think what happens is, the human's only here for one thing, and that's to decide, um, you know, whatever, what is real, What what is, what is, what direction, what, what side, which way. And other than that, there really isn't much to do. I mean, that, you can work at a job or take care of other people, you know, you can you know, show Christ and you can, if you will, or you could be, you know, a selfish Satanist or whatever it is, You you know, you can have the, Selfish Satanist be the biggest uh, philanthropist there is, and you can be the, the most giving person be the the you know the most stingy. And so you see there's never never a way to get at it in a linear fashion because you run into things like that. You know any statement can be refuted. Devil's very, very good at uh, you know the dialectic, very good at uh, arguments. And, you know, look, look at how the, um, the lawyers have convinced everybody of what reality is in this country and then what they call democracy. There's no democracy. There's no um, representative um, uh, republic either. There's no republic. There's no democracy. There's nothing. You know, you, you know you're beyond peak Orwell. You're into now. Insane mind control. I mean, real mind control. I mean, very dangerous mind control. And if all you got to do is look on TikTok and watch them spew the talking points of uh, what, what they would call, call the deep state. Not the deep state. It's the, uh, the rulers. They set the policies. So, you know, so I began that journey in uh you know two thousand two to grapple with all this, because my soul was just you know I was really reeling, I was hurting so bad from you know everything that had happened, and then memories coming back and then realizing that I'd been duped and what they did to me to you know to um you know sideline me or get rid of me or to you know ruin my life, i sure I could never do anything because of uh of I guess mentioning uh, what reality was at one time, and then you know the forces of evil. It's like you can't do that,
2: you know. You're, you're, and and
1: I, I think what it is, they just assess who you are, and if you're like a pure-hearted person, then they, they worry about you. You know, I don't know in my case what it was. I don't. I don't really know what. Um, Why it went into such a, you know, why there was such a campaign to um, to do harm, you know, to me, uh, except that it has to do with. uh, I wasn't alone. I mean, I saw many other children in the same circumstances I was in, and they were nor they weren't nothing wrong with them. They weren't sick. They weren't, but. You know, they were in the process of being ruined, you know, from the typical, you know, college, you know, fraternity, you know, club, you know, affiliation, guild, living. And, and, and so when I say ruin, I put that in quotes. No. I'd say in a sense... I didn't know what was wrong, you know, why all of that was going on, why, why the So gangsta- you know, what? what... I sought to find out, though. And in 2002 in March 9th of 2002, 21 years ago, I set out on a journey to finally get it figured out. And then I was told,
2: nobody cares.
1: I was told by um, one of your favorite guys, Sean Stone, he told me, your your little podcast, nobody cares. It's not going to do anything. You need to be hooked up with somebody that can you know, write about what you're talking and, you know, your story or whatever, or it'll be lost. And I'm like,
2: true. You know, there's, there's,
1: I see the truth coming out now from many sources, and I see it being ignored, including Sean Stone. I think he's completely irrelevant. Completely, but there he is. <laughs> People listening that, oh, he really knows a lot about Ukraine and Islam is the way. <laughs> no, no. In this case, you know, I've, I've, I greatly respect uh, Oliver Stone's you know abilities with film and all that. And but no, he told me, you know, he said that you know your story will be lost because of. Um, because you're not, you know, working with somebody. I, I don't know. He, he had this idea of, of you know, trying to get me with an author. They were, the, 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 but the author, of course, had to be vetted. Had to be, yeah, you know. It, again, it was um, an interview that I did. That um, they said this. You know, I think I was the only interview that he's ever done that was uh, that they would not air. And why wouldn't they air it? because you can't have the truth and that guy in the same place. It's okay if they're heading toward the truth on Alex Jones's show, but when it finally gets there and someone is saying, "But but this is what's happening, and then they ignore you, but they're supposed to be the truth tellers, what does that tell you? Believe me, I didn't want anything from him. I was trying to explain to him about Los Angeles in the late, you know, to, that I had materials and I had, you know, history and, 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 you know, historical events and things I knew and, 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 you know, and lots of, you know, books and pictures and things that would be a, I thought make a great movie or something, you know, about LA. It had nothing to do with me, but then he made it about me. And then he, then after he kicked me off the air. Then he you know accused me of being irrelevant, and um that my little folly here with his f report, you know is just something that gets laughed at, you know it's like you know it's, it's a joke, and um you know and, and you know that was a, you know the last time I really you know see what happens is you get fooled. By people like that, or like I remember in the back in the day with Sean, David Morton, and you know Art Bell or Art Bell himself, or you know I guess now George Norrie, all these people that they're your friend, and then the moment you try to tell them what's happening and what you've learned and what what you've been through, and, and, and you know, you're just trying to like you know survive, and then they kick you the gut, they kick you in the head, and they hope you die, and they they you know they're very they, I'm like. Well wait wait a second. You're you're supposed to be on the truth. I'm trying to tell you and they don't want to hear it. So the answer to that not not only are they knee deep in it and they're not free. I mean obviously that's just surface. But the bottom line is what that proves is that it is the situation, the absolute truth of Earth. And they, the ones who are the truth-tellers, are suppressing the real truth. They're going for political truth. They're going for exposing light. They're going for, we can just get back on track. We can just get the USA back. If we could just, you know, you, you know, the patriotism and all that, you know, that's going to solve it. No, that's not going to solve it. The, the fact of the matter is a lot of those people bury the actual real thing, and then they go after this, like, you know, January 6th truth, or some other truth, or a 9-11 truth, or whatever, or even beyond that, you know, the, 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 from the other side, from the uh, leftist side, you got your Seymour Hersh's and your, what used to be 60 Minutes, and they'd expose the evil of the corrupt, and no one ever got to the truth. The churches went on corrupt and, you know, destroying souls. The, um, you know, their wars continued, and just destroying, cho- you know, children, you know, Able-bodied, you know, young men and you know some women, but you know, mainly young men. It went on and on and on. It, no one ever got to the bottom of it, of why the killing, why the strife, and why the poverty, why this, why that, why that. It all, all has a purpose. And the only way you could ever figure out where it comes from and who's causing it is to realize the gatekeepers are the people that are, that are so supposedly the truth tellers. And it goes back and forth, too, left and right over over decades. It's the Vietnam War. It's Richard Nixon, and he's so corrupt. We can't have that Vietnam War, and if that's the thing, we just get out of that. Yay, we won. We prevailed. Truth and justice. Yes, I'm a fan of democracy. That's why Trump must be put in jail. I'm a fan of democracy. That's why we got to stop you know, antagonizing Russia, you know, we don't want nuclear war. Yes, we want nuclear war to bring justice to the Ukrainian people. And on and on and on. And I know you get frustrated because you never actually get there because they're never, because if they stopped and said, okay, number one thing that happens is, well, they would become immediately a pariah. I'm not going to, be seen having coffee with you anywhere what, I radioactive? what do I What do I'm just trying to figure it out well you figured it out what are you going to do about it well what I'm going to do to the best of my ability is follow the Lord try to survive but when it's my time then I'm going to leave but I want to do, you know, I want to do, you know, what God has for me to do because I believe in God. and I believe He has a plan for all of our lives. I want to get in agreement, in alignment with God, and go that way. Uh, as far as the the line, well, there's never, you know, that doesn't exist in my life. This line that you that you are concerned with. What side of the line are you really on? Am I okay? Am I redeemed? I don't, you know, only God would know that, right? I, mean, I, I say I follow Jesus every day. Am I, a, am I, you know, saved? I believe in the Lord. Am I saved? I suppose if there's a reality that is Earth. That you're not going to talk about because you're worried, you know. Let's say you have people being prosecuted, you know, like like say Alex Jones, he got prosecuted for billions of dollars for, for you know his right to get off the air, and total persecution. Um, but the real danger, and I, I I do believe he's on the right path. I do believe he's earnest. I believe all these people are earnest. But I mean, the thing is. <laughs> the question still remains. You know, why am I irrelevant? Is, is this is our free then, irrelevant. And why is your friend, the author, that that would make it relevant? Who are you to say that? And you're aligned with all these other people, right? Where all the shows, you go on. And, so what does that mean? And until, unless people are willing to deal with that, which they're not. They're more, they're more adamant in covering that stuff up. <laughs> they don't want people to understand. You know, there's a line. You know, and there is a curse of, of Yahweh. There's a curse of the Lord. There's a curse, uh, obviously, on people that have crossed that line. I know my family had a generational curse, and they're all gone. And that's what happens. The wicked are taken out. So, I think the Zeph report begun in you know on that day and saying, "Hey, friends, you know and we're we're you know and 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 just for saying you know talking about Jesus, talking about you know prophecy and the world and what's happening and and you know how things are you know and what people are thinking and you know bumping up against all these little clubs and guilds and realities and and you know approved of." Uh, you know, unions and how they all have the same kind of theme, Pro- you know, protect the status quo, keep this going, don't let anybody, you know, wreck it, you know, if, if people find out what's really going on, I will wreck the whole thing, you know, so shut them up. So, and, you know, until unless we get to that point, which we are nowhere even near, because you got people out there today, that say, well, you know, we got, uh, Yes. Heaven on earth is coming. Oh well, it's all destroyed. Oh well, you know, there's this, there's that, there's the, the. You know, we're thinking in material terms, but are we thinking in soul terms? The terms, you know, one soul. Most people, they they can't get into the subject because they're scared. Let me tell you what the bottom line driving this is: it's fear. People are afraid, and people are weak, and I don't blame. Not blame anybody. I just, I, I didn't ask for my circumstances I just would, fell into it I didn't do anything wrong all I did was try to survive it boy I tell you that's been a you know at times I've, I have had I'd run live in the cracks and you know, if it's, you know but, but then I always ask well what did I do I wasn't even saying anything I, you exist oh well, how do heck you see I don't see anything like that I just see people But you see something else. If you see something else, then there's something wrong with you. You're not who you were. I know. How do I get back? Do you think you're saved? I hope I'm saved. But you're still hunting souls. You're still putting your foot down. You don't want that. One time I got into being political. I put up the truth about collage. I told you this, but one of my first stories... And, um, you know, I had a collage of my, I I loved, you know, I had Martin Luther King and Bobby Kennedy and John F. Kennedy and others, you know, that I had surfing pictures and, you know, the pictures of rock stars, you know, like kids had, you know, almost like normal back when I was really young. And, um, you know, just becoming a teenager. And it was, I think, you know, my parents ripped it off the wall, you know, hostily. But they didn't rip it off the wall in other cases. In other words, when they ripped it off the wall, it wasn't because of the content. It was because of who put it there. See, that took me a long... That took me 50 years to understand that. Because, you know, I'm flying blind here. I don't know what their motives are, you know. But, you know, ordinarily they would never pull the collage off the wall. It was a whole wall to a big wall. And that uh, I, I used to love to do that. Just you know, cut clips out of magazines and put them up there. And they hostily just ripped it down. But it wasn't because of the content, you know, uh, you know, they were you know, conservatives or they were you know didn't like I was becoming radicalized or it wasn't anything like that. It was something else. And that something else led to some you know, serious problems. that led to you know, the idea of you know, getting rid of you, you know, murder. So I have to, as I equate those things, I wonder what would drive someone to be that extreme. And the only thing that would drive people to be that extreme as they hide behind the niceties of society would be they're afraid of losing what they have. Of punishment by somebody else, someone somewhere, but you don 't know who, in fact, everything I'm talking about, none of this is published anywhere. none can be published. it's impossible to talk about. it can't be discussed. There is no way uh unless it's a monologue like this, but I mean there is which is just could be just called speculation. There is no proof, there is no way to ever prove anything when it comes to, um, you know, th- that spiritual affiliation. There is a supernatural wall, I guess. And that when a person, you know, passes through that to the other side of that wall, the, there's some kind of sealing up of any kind of information so that it, it never ever really circulates around. It never gets anywhere. You know, so nothing, you know, so... I don't. And so, if I go back to God, I get to the point of thinking, "Okay, Lord, did you want this? You know, is this the the you know the obstacle course?" And Lord, what about these souls trapped? And the answer is this: Well, anyone that's trapped or they feel like they're trapped or they feel like they're not saved, even though they're following Jesus, and they're in that dichotomy. All they have to do is confess to the Lord is to repent, you know, to 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 speak up about it. They just have to ask the Lord to save them, even if they're seen as saved, it doesn't matter how other people see you, if that's a problem, that somehow you went through the mirror, you never came back, but you say you're following Jesus and you're running the churches and you're all righteous and you're voting for, you know, DeSantis or whatever you know, you're, and then you realize, you know, you have this crisis of, Lord, will you take me back? I, I, I did the wrong thing back then. I, I need help, and that's why Jesus came here. But what keeps that from happening on a mass scale is, you know, pride and you know, ego and. uh you know, this fear that everything will collapse. If the truth really comes out, there'll be nothing left. It'll all break, because it's all predicated upon this lie. You know, I guess the lie is that, uh, the lie used to be, uh, the devil is really Jesus. <laughs> you know, you sell out to the Satan, you're really saved. Or something like, whatever it is, you know, this, this thing. And, um, so there really isn't a problem. I mean, I, I don't see that there is a, a. You know, the only problem there is is socially. You might get rejected by your social circle, even though they're all Christian patriots. Let's say, who you'd think that oh, you know, oh, they, you, know uh, you know, we're, we're all on the same page, and they they might reject you. You know, that level. Which, I, let me make a prediction right now. After 20 years, 21 years in this, no one has ever broken that ceiling, if you want to call it a ceiling or a wall or a mirror or something. And nobody will because it's it's like a God thing. It's like the matrix has never really been broken. You as an individual go with Jesus and Jesus, not you, will 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 lead, Jesus must become, you must become, you must Eat the flesh and drink the blood of Jesus to be connected, to be on the vine. That, what that means is, it doesn't mean human sacrifice. What that means is that that's what you are. You are that now. You're not the world anymore. You're not public opinion. You're not, you don't care what Sean Stone might say. You don't, You could care less. You don't seek people out like that, you know. I mean, I see, I, I've sought a lot of these people out and stuff because I thought we were brothers. I thought we were friends. Only to find out, you know, that it's no different than, you know, the, the Satanists at school or anywhere else or the population at large. So if that's true, then a good case to make that the world is hell and that most people go along with it because... They're promised the, uh, you know, provision if they go along with it. And then, you know, they are the most adamant ones in church because they, you know, they want to make up for what they've done and they think they can. And they think salvation, they don't really believe in Jesus deeply. I mean, they think they're, they're trying to even up the scales, you know, to do good, to make up for what they've done bad. But it's not even what they, it's, it's not about them. You see, that's the mistake that's made. And they, well, I was young, I was innocent, and I, I didn't want to be bullied on the playground. And I didn't realize it was going to turn out like this on the verge of being nuked where everyone's going to be killed. I'm like, where do you think it led? It will lead to everyone being killed. If this topic is not resolved, everyone will be killed. And it won't be resolved. So I guess everyone's going to be killed because who's going to resolve it? The only way I know it can be resolved is that individually, you know, you go to the Lord, you know, for salvation, to Jesus, for salvation, that's what happens with Jesus' salvation. And, you know, repent. I mean, what some people have done is they've had to leave their job, leave town, just disappear because of, you know, fear of reprisal. Why reprisal? Because... Everyone is wrong. They all think that if anyone defects to Jesus, they're taking food off their table, which is untrue. In fact, it's just the opposite, but they don't believe it. So therefore, the world's a very dangerous place for anybody that has common sense. I would even go so far as to say, if you have common sense, you are now a pariah. And, and people that are crazy are celebrated. Crazy, controllable, I mean. anyway, thank God I don't have to solve it. You know, I've just, I've solved it for myself. I mean, a long time ago I solved it. The the Lord solved it for me. He showed me the world. He showed me the whole thing. The depths of Satan. I already knew this even before that time, but for many years I've been writing about things like that, that, you know, most people are, you know, deceived and, you know, people that appear to be do-gooders are really, you know, behind the scenes doing evil. I mean, I've seen all that kind of duplicity and, treachery, throughout, you know, that's what it seems like the world is, a world of treachery. It doesn't seem to me to be a peaceful world. And it seems that people that align with treachery and criminality, you know, seem to get ahead. And those that, uh, you know, do good, they seem to be, you know, persecuted. You know, and and, uh, the Sean Stone thing, I mean, he's not, you know, he's not unique. He's just one of many faces that are... You know they're your truth tellers they're, you tune in and they'll tell you the truth and the incident with me proved that uh that's not quite the case. at least it proved it to me you know that that I was uh wrong to trust anyone because you know most people that are you know, you know if they were really brethren, well maybe they wouldn't even be here you know. Uh, So, so it's, 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 but, but what happened? Then the question becomes, well, what happened to them? Are are they, why are they not okay? Why, why is there a, a a battle? Why is there a, why does it always come down to this? This like battle? Why is that? Why can't we just love one another? Why, you know, we're on the same page. We don't like, you know, the matrix. We don't like the devil. We don't like, you know, politics. We don't like the liars. We don't like the pandemic. We don't like any of this stuff. Why wouldn't that bring us together? there's it's It's got to be like pride, fear, something It's sort of you know when these people go down the path of social conformity, I think they don't look at the consequences of what it does you know of the harm done to others, and they don't want to take responsibility that they have hurt many people. And so they—they they, they couldn't. They're not a bad person. They wouldn't hurt people like that, just to selfishly get their own, would they? Um, Jesus may have known what to do with this, but I mean, Jesus mainly appealed to the poor, the poor masses, the little people, the, the really the meek, were the ones that were gathering around Jesus. And what Jesus was teaching them is that, you know, your treasure isn't, of, I'm not of this world and either are you. Your treasure lies, your paradise is another world, this world, that, but where I'm from, a world that I will make for you. And all the others, you know, as seen from Nicodemus, would you need to read the Nicodemus part, where... Jesus is explaining to Nicodemus, you know, you must be born again. In other words, what does born again really mean? It means you have to start over. So when you hear the word born again, think start over. You see, that's terrifying to people in America. Start over. How's that sound to you? Start, or you, you mean, yeah, lose everything and start over. It's terrifying because they think of it materially. But think about it. Everything you thought, everything you do is wrong. So you might as well lose it, right, for Christ. And then try to just align with God, agree with God, and then you get the truth. We always get the truth, you know, as we abide in Christ, as we pray together. All of us that I know that are, you know, praying together, friends, whatever, we always get the truth and we, we're always in agreement because we're aligning with God first, then having that truth, and that that also eliminates a lot of strife. you know, and, 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 you know, because people left to their own, they're just all going to fight. That's what they're going to do. They're going to disagree, they're going to fight, they're going to you know ego is very powerful. You know, envy, jealousy, all that, very powerful. Bigotry, very powerful. The need to condemn people very powerful online. What Ben's doing right now is playing with his toy on my foot and he keeps putting it on my foot. And he is just incorrigible, but, you know, he's getting away with it right now. So what I came to do in 2002 was once again to find out, you know, is it really real? you know, or what is real and, 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 you know, and go with the way that God was leading me and giving me things to say about, uh, the situation that we find ourselves in. And at that time, there were a lot of friends, but then there were also great enemies, like people, you know, accusing me of a a billion things. I said, well, I'm doing it. just putting out my opinion on the, on the, on the internet. You could do the same thing. You know, it's, I don't really have a very big following. I'm not really influencing, you know, anything in society. No, Trish, well, nothing that I um am doing seems to move the... I mean, I mean it, it did... Here's the prophetic thing about me. Okay. My walk here for 21 years led to this, you know, Armageddon thing. It maybe, you know, led to maybe the end of this whole... This whole um, argument this whole clash zed Zed. so that's kind of you know the context that it leads to a place where it's finally understood and remember this only god can make something that's implacable like that in other words we can't penetrate that wall that mirror no 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 human can what happens to people when they go over there is Okay, they, they, they disappear. They, they, you can't touch them. They, 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 that's it. You know, it's as if there's two different dimensions and two different lives. And, you know, the one that you knew, your friend, you guys were friends, and now you're not because one of you went over there. And if you go over there, there's no there there. There's no way to follow unless you yourself go there. Which is, um, you know, the the I guess what we might call the realm of Satan, Antichrist, anti God. Um, you know, you you people are tempted. They usually they're not bludgeoned by their you know, families and stuff. Usually, people are tempted to get over there. You know, you'll be a rock star. You'll be this. You'll be that. You'll be, you know, the Faustian agreement. You know, the, the famous legend. You know, the system working your way up in the system so that people, oh, you deserve that. Oh, you deserve that. Yeah, yeah. You worked really hard. You deserve that. You know. know, The ranking hierarchy system. Oh, no, you don't deserve that. Take that away. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, that's right. Dungeons and chains for you. We throw the key away for you. I heard them just saying this about the January Sixers. This guy, who is this clown? This guy... uh, He's with that mika person right? what' that guy's name? He's a real loser, a real you know ugly kind of guy to just ugly spirit. who is that guy the mika the you know, brzezinski's daughter and and this guy he says, oh, he's a republican or whatever. He was saying that you know we in America we have an insurrection. we have traitors like that. We throw the key away and then you ask, well, what did the January six people do I mean what did they want? What do they want? Well, you know, they wanted to have a, a you know, a, a, a prosperity. And, you know, they want to have borders and freedom, and they wanted to, uh, you know, have good trade values, and they wanted to, um, you know, live in peace, and they didn't want to. They wanted to get out of wars, and so they they should be thrown in jail with a key thrown away. He literally said, "Throw the key away." And I'm thinking about these guys that like never did anything wrong and are thrown in jail. That throw the key away. What is this? This person, is this one of those soulless people? Is that what that is? Well, I don't even know what I'm looking at there. But it's that same attitude that people are afraid to proclaim Jesus. Are afraid to be, you know, in a spiritual situation at least vying for freedom because they're afraid a guy like that's going to come along and try to set you up. Gaslight you, false evidence, something, so he could throw the key away. Because we all have to be on the same page. So, what the world wants is the conform mass conformity globally, and compliance. You know, uh, in in um, you know what I would call Satanism, which will ultimately be worship of the beast. And you know that that's not here yet, but that will come. And that anyone that disagrees must be killed. And I think that's, the Bible is probably the best source for understanding, because that's literally the way it is. And so because people are afraid of that, they're afraid of really speaking about, you know, the situation of earth, because they're afraid that uh, even though they've suffered persecution, it might get a lot worse. Like, even a guy like, like you know, who's, who's lost everything, well, they might be killed. They might kill your children, they might, you know so everybody shut up, go along, and everything's going to be fine. We went through this with the pandemic, and that's really the whole purpose I came on to really talk about was you know, trying to um, get through the world and trying to work in the world after you know such a blow in childhood and trying to you know get my bearings and trying to you know contribute something or trying to do something in the world, you know, just like anybody else. And realizing that permission came from a spiritual battle and, and, and that it was bigger than all of us, and that it was implacable. And then it was you know and then I said, well, implacable, um, except when you're following Jesus, because that I deduced all religion, everything, I looked at everything, and I found out that Jesus is not just salvation and not just making you a new person, new heart, new life. Do you know but is the way is the only way provided you know because the shed blood pays for the um, you know contract that we're all bored with these kind of as commodities you know that are on the, on the stock exchange and it, and it pays for those so that you then have the right to go with the Lord, but the world still remains the way the world is, which is not not ruled by God though God had, had, you know, there's a million reasons why he would make a world like this or make a world that would fall like this, and it's to work out this big drama. Good versus evil, fallen angels, fallen man, redemption, hope, love, you know, fake kindness, fake society, fake world fake you know fake industries so now that all these industries are falling people can't go you know come on with us i'll get you a job over here that's all fading away so all that's going to be left after all that's gone i mean there's no more selling out there's no one to, you know there's no one mining the uh, there's no one you know driving the, the boat no one there's no one driving flying the plane you know where are <laughs> there's no move you can make anymore it's not like you can just go, oh you yeah, know, make a, well, well yeah, you know, I guess there is this, to a certain extent little in wealthy families and stuff like that. I mean someone could give you a job, I guess. But is that really the purpose of life? To get a job from a Satanist, from a world or from someone that's cashed in their own salvation for a you know, a short run leading to betrayal and nothing and sickness and death? So I ask, well, what's 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 better? Well, better would be not just being eternal being, but having the love of God that made me, and knowing that I that I've always been here, always will be. And that's not even the question. But then the question becomes, Lord, how do I align with you? And and the other thing is to have the Lord there to be with. I'm not alone. And when you're not alone, you're very powerful. The human being is very powerful. Now, this whole slave state that's been set up, you know, is enforced by human beings. And, you know, this limitation that's cutting off of human creativity and productivity and invention and and, and, and all that, that, that destruction of that, those gifts uh, is all man-made. See, because any one of those gifts leads to truth. Any breakthrough in anything can lead to the Lord. But the same old, same old is going to be—you know—hurt the people, enslave them. But most importantly, get them to renounce God. You know, before they can repent, or get them to—you know—you know—delay any kind of repentance. Think that you know. You know, explain to them that the only way to really get along in the world is not be too religious, which none of us are really religious. It's a you know we are what we are, but I mean when you when your existence you know if the existence of a person of a human being threatens the you know the the entire status quo of the world then the status quo of the world is based on a faulty premises to begin with and should be taken down. It should be just taken down to the ground. And they know this. They know that's what they deserve, but they keep creating scapegoats to put it off on so that they can keep going unabated. Hey, go see Girl Next if you want to see that kind of attitude in in, in motion, and then it'll go on even beyond that. So that's the best I could do today, you know. Probably uh, I've got I'll be you know working on other things, and you know I'm I'm I can just say after the past twenty one years I thank you very much for having been there and put up with my uh I've got my emotions and my ups and downs and my my crazed music and 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 uh, stories and whatnot and I you know really. Um, The main thing is i have just, I guess I, it's all been to find out what happened, you know, for me. The motivation has been to figure out were they really like that? Is it really like that? What is it? Why is it hidden? Why can't anyone say anything? Why does everyone know but no one, you know. How can you be free if you can't say, if you can't speak, you can't be with Jesus? What? So what the, you yeah, know, how it is. Oh, I had all, all kinds of theories over the years, but I I think I've, I'm not sure I'm going to be able to solve the why of it. I can just solve the, I can say this, it is implacable and it will, the system or the situation we're in will be gone when God decides it's gone. But no human being is going to, you know, it's just like, is, you know, when Sean Stone said, you know, the report is not going to do anything. It's not going to influence anyone. It's not going to set anyone free. It's not going to, you know, it's not going to, whatever, it's it's going to be, whatever it is, it's not going to make any mark on the world. I think I told him I didn't care. That's not why I do it. But, you know, it, it's, it's, well, there's where he's coming from. He wants to make a mark on the world. Um. But it's a good teaching example. That interaction of how it was like oil and water. There's such a spiritual oil and water, and um, they're just repeating the same steps as being a new system with the, uh, the those kind of people in charge. they're the mainstream media. And then it looks that they're it's the same as the old, and they're not going to want to talk to you if you're for real are they? So I grapple with this, and this influences my writing, too, and characters, but I, don't get me wrong, I love people, I just, I don't, you know, please don't hurt me, but I I want to see people succeed, and the first thing I would tell someone, you know, if they're grappling with all this, if they're, they're being recruited this way as teenagers and that way, and now the trans thing, you know, be training to be cool, you know, all that stuff that's going on. You know, uh, what I would tell them is that um, the world will, whenever there's temptation, you know, to do this or do that or be cool, all these things that they want us to want uh, is manipulation, is is mind control. And, you know, if you question that, uh, then look at who comes against you. And when they come against you, then you'll know that, you know, you know, you're on the right path, they're on the wrong path, and you'll know that the world is on the wrong path, the crowd is always wrong, and you're going to have to forge your own path because, and you'll meet great people along the way who are, you know, in earnest trying to find the truth or trying to, trying to really seriously fix what's wrong, you know, in themselves, you know, you know, within I struggle with, uh, you know, terrible feelings, you know, traumas from the past, some of them and, and, you know, just, but, you know, terrible, terrible feelings and memories and things. And um, the only thing that can help me there is that the Lord gives me something new or gives me a new way of looking at it. Otherwise it's without that, you know, people will just as a way of trying to get rid of you, remind you how awful you are and how stupid you are and how, you know, untalented you are and how, you know, blah, 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 blah down the line and, you know, try to get you isolated, divide and conquer. And that's what people are being used as tools. A lot of things that people do are not even their own ideas. They're being, you know, injected with ideas of what to do. Influencers are a little different. There are the Internet. And most of them are also, you know, guided into what to say, what to do. And they have a, a purpose. Like, you know, we watch this uh, one guy. You know, he's a, he's after children, and he's he's you know he wants them to you know he wants to uh, teach them how to break away from their parents and and you know have uh, free sex or whatever. And um, and you know, along the way, there is the whole indoctrination that 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 occurs. But you never hear, you know, influencers of, I don't see many influencers of Christ. I see people that are preachers. I see people that are, you know, having churches. I see the Rodney Howard Brown type guys out there. There's some of those. I see, you know, various people, you know, dividing the word. I think that's all, you know, it's all good. It's all fine. It just doesn't, it's not going to, you know, they're trying to help in their communities, and that's, that's great. But it's not what I'm looking for. So, what do you want? Well, there's a lot of things that are in my mind that I want to figure out. You know that I that I remember glimpses of things and thoughts I've had, and I want to just get a whole, you know, sort of a, a gestalt, you know, view of all things. As multidimensional as it has, that doesn't, paradoxical multidimensional, none of that bothers me. So as, you know, and, you know, what is really, really, you know, at the bottom line, if the devil knows he's defeated, and if if Jesus won at the cross, if it's, you know, if that's over now, why is most of the world taken? And the, the, so the does beg the question whether this is hell or not. You know, and that and if it is, it's it. You know, go with Jesus because, uh, you know, B- Buddha. All life is suffering. You know, <laughs> you know, Buddha. Just let go of all your expectations. The yogi, you know, sad guru. Let go of all expectations and all your thoughts. Let go of everything. And the other day he said, "Put me you, take me with you. Whatever you're sad, and depressed, and I'll take care of it." Okay, this is now that's see what's right for me to be. You know a uh, you know dissenting voice on his little blog because that's very Because you know, 'cause you're inviting in whoever controls him, you know whatever entity controls him now, you know he can't be a very smart one because it's you know the the, the all his statements are so glib and so surfacey and so dumb that I thought anyone could see through this, but now yeah, they're not following he's spending a fortune on uh you know, self-promotion everywhere. He's in India, he's in Kashmir, he's over here, he's over there. I like they flag him all over the world. And it's like, wow, they're really pushing. They're trying to get those numbers up. And it's like, you better get those numbers up or, you know, Klaus is going to pull your contract. But being the guy, probably is going to, you know, next thing you'll see, it will be a woman who'll be like him, but it'll be a woman guru. And that'll be the popular one. And then they'll all, you know, Ah oh, no, I've I've seen the movie. I'm bored. You know, I it, he's too stupid to say anything about. It. He says stupid things. One of his people said, "Well, his his wisdom is six thousand years old," and and like, you know, pull a, pull a, pull a, pull a you know pull a rabbit out of your ass, right? I mean, it's like, oh, okay, well, be, you know, before six thousand years was, I am. How's that? You know, I am all ages and i know bullshit when i see it and that guy is bullshitting his way trying to be the world guru you know and, and you know the, the ecumenical religion that's the one world religion and he's being you know set up to do that the only problem is he's not really gaining followers anymore like he was he needs to have millions and millions they say he has 6 million but that's he's not going to he just doesn't have the intelligence like a Rajneesh had or, you know, Maharishi, Mahesh Yogi or the, uh, you know, the Siddha guy, you know, Muktananda. He doesn't have, you know, and, and even better, you know, Muktananda's, uh, you know, uh, fo- the, the ones that came afterwards were, you know, look promising. But none of them had become the world guru. None of them had become, uh, you know, the world antichrist, the world, you know. You know, the the leader of the ecumenical religion the the, the leader that you know, takes you to the the ultimate religion ultimately influence and one of the reasons for uh, the sad guru thing is because he doesn't have the gift of elocution he doesn't have the gift of vocabulary or uh, spiritual conceptualization you know that a lot of these other you know gurus and people you know, uh, I'm thinking of Rama Rama Krishna or krishna and uh you know some of these other people that had you know they were um you know a lot of them borrowing from the bible you know what i mean and the, and the vedas and what he doesn't really have i i don't think he really knows uh he says "You know, i want people to do yoga every day if there's my wish for the whole world to do yoga and he, I, he, yet he doesn't ever define it like he doesn't even know what it is he just thinks that's a good statement to make but hey i can't help it you know what People have their own, follow, you know, they follow what they're going to follow. If they're following, you know, it's on them, not me. I can go in there. I know that when I, a couple of times I've made a little snarky comment or something, I've, you know, maybe I've helped somebody out, you know, over there. If they're just getting caught up in that spirit, then they realize, you know, there's really no easy way out of this thing. <laughs> you know, if you follow me, you'll never have a bad day. I mean, he says stuff like that. Take me with you, you'll never be depressed again. It's like, okay, why should I waste my time even responding to that? And then, you know, it's like, um, how today was how you do you react to something? It's not what they do to you, it's how you react. And it's like, uh, okay, so bring in a little Scientology, right? It's all about how you react, right? Tom Cruise will tell you that. I, I mean, it's, it's just not. I'll do whatever the Lord wants me to. do, If He wants me to come, I, mean, I just can't stand, you know, the, 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 uh, the shallowness, you know, that is sort of, it's like this, this, this kind of. Um, Kind of what passes for wisdom, I guess, today is pretty pathetic. And, you know, it does show that, you know, um, reading books, grappling with philosophy, knowing the world's religions, you know, knowing the, the struggles of people, knowing what people are trying to do, what they want, knowing some history, having, you know, some kind of education, even just enough to know the processes and how they kind of work, Um would make you qualified to speak on things, but some of these influencers are just like. And, and I've got something funny to, to to talk about right now that will finish it off this twenty one year thing. And I've had I've been in a writer's block the last twenty four hours. so I need to break through that. But uh, okay, so my observation about where we're going now is. I listen to lots of different music, you know what I mean, and I, I listen to music from you know satanic music. I'm sure, you know, godly people doing music, all kinds of music. And what it looks like to me now, you you watch the club trends and the pop trends, but really behind that are the DJ trend because they're all, they're a lot of the writers of pop music, and you know, getting artists to you know, and then they're out there you know doing shows and you know they they make you know a DJ makes a pretty good living anyway. So now it's gone from just recently, and I talked about this yesterday. Just recently, it was, you know, um, I guess I want to look at this through the lens of the, of the LGBTQ, the whole gay push, from a political standpoint, from a philosophical standpoint, and not from a um, standpoint of you know whether I what, what I think about. I don't have any thought about. I'm just going to try to be a you know observer so so now we've integrated there's another aspect to lgbtq and it's what it's called there's a there's a uh um, and black lives matter and woke and so that next thing is uh, obesity and so i'm seeing it i saw it when i first started noticing it i guess it was with uh I forget the guy's name. The guy that you know, the, the Grammy guy, who did his like you know, humping, you know, mad humping, you know, homo humping night at the Grammys or whatever it was, and I, you know, whatever. So, so, so was that. And the, but there was a tremendous weight gain on this guy, and then I'm looking at the others, and I'm seeing here's a guy three years ago who's you know now it's 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 the very androgynous. It's the you know the real. You know, like transition, but with the beard. But then the 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 weight gain is like you know fifty to one hundred pounds, and then dressing with that, making that part of the of the of the cool factor. No, you don't know where I'm going with this. So, So there's this competition to get into the you know trending the you know the transitioning thing because that's where all the the attention, that's where the money is, right? And. But now there's this additional obesity of uh, competition that that thin wavy, you know sort of feminine male guy that's that's not it. It's that so there's that 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 uh, pushing for that you know and then flaunting the obesity in public, you know something that used to be recoiled at. And it's like well hide that away and it it's becoming a real thing, I mean it's becoming a competition, I mean big time, and so I was watching this one knee change how he changed over like a fifteen twenty month period, just looking back at pictures on Spotify and seeing now this uh these obese people and i and I do believe this is being done as a fashion as part of the wokeness transitioning total acceptance, all-inclusive, blah, blah, blah. So it's not becoming, you know, a male-to-female that is, you know, really beautiful in in terms of the traditional female model that we've had over the years. It's now becoming this other thing that doesn't look like that. It's the male, fully-transitioned, and the obesity and the kind of clothing and everything that would be the opposite of that beauty, in a sense. But then very, very, very highly stylized. You know, so way stylized. And, um, and of course, all these guys, uh, you know, at the, the competition for gender fluidity, it has to be gender fluid. It can't be binary, it can't be, of course, cisgender and all that, it's just you know, those are just squares or people that, you know, they're straight, idiot people. its It's got to be as radical as possible. It has to be as complex as possible. You know, almost... Then there's another component to it that's going into it, which is this non-human component. To be as if it's not completely human. And that's coming in now. And, of course, as a prelude to... Of bionics, you know, cloning, and you, know, you can see how all that comes uh, with people's need to modify their bodies and modify their right in this competition of what's cool, and it's really wild. It's it's really you know quite amazing, and so what I think is happening is that obesity is becoming and it has this has happened in the past becoming a you know, a beauty thing, a sought-after thing. And usually that happens when there's not enough food to eat. If you're fat, you're you're doing well, you know. But, I mean, it's coming in right now, you know, and usually the artists are going to bring it in first before it becomes a thing with the public. And so the artists are bringing it in. And I'm looking at, I'm kind of amazed. I mean, it's really mind-blowing, you know, as if I'm just watching this thing happen so fast. And what it means is that, You know, because the way it was with the powers that be is obesity would be given to the masses, and if you were cool, you were skinny. You could never be too thin or too rich, remember? That was the Hollywood jargon. I mean, that was the whole thing. The more waif-like, the more like Twiggy, the more you got the accolades. It has completely reversed. And so now what I think you're going to see in society is that there's this trend across the board and then if anyone criticizes it, you're really racist because you're really attacking black people when you criticize obesity. They somehow linked it to black people, which I don't understand that, but they're doing that. You know, you know black fat is beautiful or whatever. So it, it's all amalgamating. And no, no, none of my, I have no, no opinion. I'm just, you know, it's, there's nothing. <laughs> I'm watching in amazement. I'm just trying to understand. And as it's going, I'm trying to make prediction in terms of fashion and, and and culture and entertainment. And I think what's going to happen is that's going to become a thing. And uh, pretty much across the board, anyone who wants to be cool has got to be fat. I know, and that people that are trying to get fat they won't be able to. They're going to be forced to be skinny. Because when you're skinny, you're not cool. You you're not you're not arrived. You're, you you don't have wealth. You don't have gravitas. You don't have power. You don't have influence. You're not going to do well on TikTok unless you've got some pounds. But if you go to eat to try to eat now, suddenly you're not going to be able to eat and gain weight. As if there's a switch they turn on. I know that sounds insane. I know that sounds wild. But you people who have struggled with weight, they're now going to make you skinny. And, you know, when I ate two pizzas and I ate this, I, well, I lost my appetite. Yeah, you bet you've lost your appetite. Because, you see, that's now reserved for the celebrity. For the real cool people. And I saw it with this, uh, Sam, what's his name? You know, the, the guy that you know, caused all the controversy with his gay, um, you know, dancing and, you know, you know, the pee-pee gay, you know, the, the pee float, you know, Urine flying—I don't know. You know, it just—it was uh, on public television. You know, just like entertaining children. <laughs> and I'm sure he feels great about it. He feels wonderful. Well, they all feel wonderful. They're all fat now, so now they're all going to be really fat, and you won't be able to get fat. So maybe there's this hidden benefit that um, because people that are fit are now looked down upon. You know, they're racist. They're—they're, they're, you know, they're, there's something wrong with them. So that's the that's the new you know they put it into motion a, a few months ago, and how many people conform to it is amazing. So you know the world, absurd as that sounds, and absurd as this world is, um, you know, no one blames you for freaking out. I think you know we got to, you know, in my case, I got to push myself to produce work. You know, I've got a project I have to write. I got to get it done. I got you know things I have to do. And as long as I keep after those things, I think I can do what's when I slow down and, you know, for older people, when you slow down and not do anything and everything gets really slow, you can get depressed and sleepy and tired and, you know, you just have to find a way to keep pushing. God will tell you when it's over, he'll take you. Boom. And... (laughs) <laughs> you know, I just got to give it to the Lord. I'm just, at this point, it's gotten so wild. The only sanity that I could see in all of it, in understanding it all, is um, to go with God. And that's how I understood that this dividing line of the world, you know, the other side, usually when they say the other side, they mean the dead. Of course, they don't really mean that, ultimately. And, you know, but no one could explain it. Nobody, you know, it's not Whig territory so we're here's here's my conclusion that after twenty one years, it's of God. God made it that way. It's really the threshing floor, and now it may seem cruel uh but you know what do you think you're here for? You're here to what? You, you know, build something, a tower, Tower of Babel to the moon. What? What are you here for? You're gonna die. So what? Do you, what? What's the point? Everything you build will crumble. So what? You, what are you here for? Right. For what's you? What's in you to do? What's in you? What? What? What drives you? What's? What's the problem? Oh, there's no problem. I'm having a wonderful time. I'm blissed out every day. as a sad girl. I just bliss, 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 bliss. If you want to bliss around with me, just put me in your heart. He's asking you to worship him like Jesus now. First time I heard him do that. That's desperate, huh? If you're depressed, if you're sad, take me with you. And when he said that on that video, good thing I saw it. He looked depressed and tired. He needs that energy. He needs your soul. He needs your battery power. So, may I just say that after 21 years, that it's about the same now as it was then. So, this place is not here to improve. The place is here. We're dealing with this line. No one talks about it. Because it's a supernatural thing, and people don't don't. They're, well, what they're really afraid of is that someone will. They're they're not supposed to. And that's what made, see. That's what I thought in the beginning when I was dealing with this as a child. That there, there there's all this you know. And there had to be some way. It was regular. There had to be some organizing principle behind it that people could all be acting on the same page, doing the same thing, saying the same statements when they're coming at you, you know, say on a stalking thing or whatever. And so they're all animated by this, you know, this supernatural entities, you know, they're all, it's all supernatural. And the, the guarding of it is they're supposed to guard the, the knowledge of the existence of it. So that when they throw a spell on you or do something, they're not supposed to be doing that either, but they do that. And when they do that, when they do that, all right, uh, you're not supposed to be able to figure it out, where it came from, who did it, who's against you. Sorry, you're flying blind. They know all that because they're, unfortunately, they... See each other's shit every day, so they're just all in each other's minds, and you know there's no way out. they're just claustrophobically connected, and you know they just end up you know, sort of these various groups do things as a group, you know, and they, they target you. It's all or who's writing the scripts? Well, Supernatural other world. So there is this other side, but the problem with the other side is, well, wait a second, no, that is the realm of death. Of course, that is death. You get to keep living, but you're the dead. So they're dead. So are they really souls? Not really, but they, but they are in this realm. Their bodies are still going, and their job is to you know, take souls away from God. The, 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 the saint of the Lord, the children of God, the idea is to find your way home to God and abide in you know, Christ, which is God. Just go read the first chapter of John again, you know. Just the first page, just one more time. So you can just understand this thing. And then, you know, you can go to John 17 to understand one function of Jesus of how he takes care of his own. He's here with me. He's taking care of me. He's making sure I don't go over any lines and talking or cause some problem. Because I'm not. Because most people in the world wouldn't even understand what I'm talking about because they have had to divorce themselves. They do, but they don't. You know what I mean? It's sort of something that it's, you know, the unsaid. There's like you know, the elephant in the room that no one sees. The emperor has a new clothes. It's all the same thing. And people, have, they know, you know, when you, you do bad things to people and you don't feel guilty, your conscience is steered, you become a criminal. You know, and, that's, and unfortunately, the criminals are in charge the world's under siege. People feel terrible. People are having a hard time and they're, you know, it's getting harder and harder, you know, and they're, you know, violence is breaking out everywhere and, you know, all anyone really wants, I mean, the people I know, they 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 would just like to have a chance to have a life. You know, without all this warfare, with all this trouble and strife, you know, or have a friendship, without all kinds of, you know, just horrible Consequences of misunderstanding each other, and you know, you get an email. And they go, "Oh, they hate me," or you know, they, you know, the all this trickery the devil does, or the you know, a fuckery, whatever. And being followed, and being paranoid, and being you know, and and feeling good, and being able to be engaged, being able to produce work, being able to 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 work and produce, being able, especially, to praise God, to to really take home of you know who you belong to and who made you and who has your, you know, the, the, the your love destiny of, of love, of, of eternity. Who's got that? Who's got the way? And Jesus is the way. So it's like is the way. Is life. Okay, that's life, not death. So this side is life. That side is death. If you sign on to the death side, they'll, you know, they'll pay you but then they cash in at the end because they get your soul, right? They, then you go with them. And if you're really fully conscious of all that, then that may be a consequence, but let's say you don't know any better. I believe that's why Jesus is, is there, to repent. But you have to actually go through the repenting, which means, and he actually has to follow him and then and then take the persecution and if it doesn't come, oh, then something's maybe wrong. A lot of times I take persecution personally too. I don't like it. And persecution to me is like something being done to you in a negative way that is just off the wall unfair and out of nowhere. You don't even know the person who's doing whatever. It could be a delay in a line. It could be a random thing. It could be an audit for the IRS. It could be You you know, just anything, you know, and and, you're going to have to take time and deal with it. The other guy isn't. Psalm 37 says, look, never envy the wicked. God has his time for them. You know, you don't need to, you know, envy the wicked then go become wicked so you can have what they have. Not the way to go. You know, don't envy the wicked. That's, That's not, when they do wickedly to you, you can hand it off to the Lord. Don't do wickedly. You know, the Bible also says do you return good for evil. And Jesus taught that. Return good for evil. There's a a great spiritual principle in that. And you know, and, and don't be mad, you know, when stuff happens. Or when people do things, it's like they'll do something and they reveal who they are to you, and then instead of blaming yourself, understand the situation. And then if we get into prayer, it's like, Lord, would you please, you know, straighten that person out or help help them to be happy, to to achieve, you know, to to clear up that confusion. You know, help us, Lord, that we won't hurt each other. And um, that's all come down to a simple, you know, the one thing I do know is we're all in the exact same boat and everybody knows everything. Whether they tell you they know everything, or well, they're not gonna tell you anything. But the ones on the occultic side, the side of death, if you like, the cross-the-river sticks, by any and all means and different, uh, you know, descriptions, and the ones who applaud being part of, you know, organized, conformed, you know, <laughs> you know controlled society, you just got to pray for them that they would one day wake up, that that is not their friend, and that is not a destiny but a death. And if they don't care, they don't care. you know it's you know, say vie. but I think if you could only know who you are here and you have that power, that connection to God, and you literally could do a lot with prayer and, and people that are just you know unequally yoked and they're coming at you, and you know it's it's not enough to just avoid them. we have to you know. Experience what we experience, and then you know, grapple with the, with the personal feelings, and ultimately giving it to Christ, and ultimately, you know, in forgiveness and in love, praying that, you know, the, they will find a solution to. Because when people are mean and betraying and things like that, they're very unhappy. They're very unhappy people, and they, you know, they 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 think they can, you know maybe do something to you and get happier. or use you as a scapegoat. But that, all of that comes from unhappiness. All of that comes from confusion. All of that comes from, from a world that never quite delivered what they thought they deserved and never will. It's only going to get worse from here. They made a mistake, but you're not the one to pay for it. You know, they will have to straighten it out. You know, and they'll have to, you know, admit, you know, that they need help. I, when, when I finally connected to the Lord for, like, permanent, it was, I was asking for help. I was all done with, I have no more solutions, I'm done, I'm finished. Kill me, take me out, help me, if you're there, I need help, I and the first bit of help was to understand the world. And I still fail sometimes to take things personally. And then I have to, you know, get straight. Yeah, no, it's a real challenge. It's, it's a, you know, it's not much of a challenge for the world, or, you know, if they're conscious. But, you know, a lot of people think that the the idea is to have a... Home and you know raise you know, kids. Have, they go. Off, they grow up. They go to school. They, you know, retire, retirement, and then death. And just those external things. You do those things, and then die. And that's what you're supposed to do. And anything more than that's mental illness. All right. Okay. Year 22 commences. Two hours, eight minutes, 44 seconds of, you know, I don't even know what we were talking about. It was like we were in the the quagmire of paradoxes and multidimensional stuff. One side versus the other. The other side versus us. One side can see, the other can't. And then one side can see the truth and the other can't. Then... Never the twain shall meet. No, the two cannot connect because, for the same reason, you can't take a a piece of metal and connect your hot end of your battery to your, you know, to your, you know, your positive to your negative on your battery. If you put those two together with a piece of metal, what happens? It blows up. What happens if you take Polaroid and do the same thing? You have a a hand warmer. <laughs> You connect those two, it it, it blows up. There there is no connection. And uh, so then you go, why? Why not have us live in peace? And, you know, Job did not question the Lord. It wasn't even about Job. Had nothing to do with him. And yet he had to suffer. And um You know, it uh and he understood it wasn't about him. Yeah, and he was restored. But sometimes God is like that. You know, he puts us through just the most awful things, and then it's never one way all the time, but then then restoration comes, peace comes. So for those suffering and for those in in enjoying I pray that you have enjoyment, you know, regardless. That you always know the Lord is there.
2: And I will see you next time. Yeah, I'm
1: threatening to get the studio done. I've, I just got to put a component in and then I'm going to be, um, I bought this synth that I can't really even fit in there. It's too heavy and I, I, I got to learn how to play it. And I'm hoping for some fat sounds. I'll see you next time.
2: Why did they make it so difficult? Can you not see you? Well, that? Well, that's better now. There must be some way out of this. It's it's better now. It's much better it's now. Better now. It's much better now. Yeah. I thought you would keep on Now that everybody knows your head down to your toes You really did wrong to lock me up in the asylum You knew I'd get out one day You knew I was coming after you You knew one day I'd settle the school I don't know why it's so quiet here, but... Yeah... You done me. Solitary confinement Is not meant for me. The scene and all the medication made me into a zombie I don't know if I'll ever get over it I used my psychic power to track you down And I tracked you down I tracked you down Then I won't ever come back But now I am That was me you waved to on sunset I saw you there Some old BMW Been lighted with you going to check on your mom's house Don't think that I forgot for one minute You delivered me up to Satan. And I didn't object Because I'm not Just like you I have a point of view You have no right over my soul You have no right I know you're mind controlled And your soul is gone I know you're just a servant of darkness